the other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, if you were lucky enough to have a four-day weekend, good for you. Back, Adam. Back in the land of the living. Welcome back. Here is a cautionary tale for any would-be robber. It's also a textbook karma situation. An ex-con robbed a bodega. This was caught on camera outside Washington Heights. Story reported in the New York Daily News. The man is named Daniel Straker and he was caught on a surveillance camera brazenly snatching a chain from someone he was robbing outside a bodega on West 152nd Street around 11.45 p.m. Friday evening. Straker, by the way, served two stints in prison in the last two years. Well, do you know what the person that Straker robbed did? He pulled out a gun and shot him in the back. He was rushed to the hospital and died of his injuries at Harlem Hospital. When Straker's victim steps out onto the street, the ex-con stormed over to him, ripped the chain off the man's neck. It's all seen on video. And the stunned man walks forward a few steps, whirls around, pulls a gun, and shoots Straker in the back. He fell to the sidewalk on his chest. The gunman is seen on video walking over to his body, retrieving the chain that was just stolen from him and running off. The NYPD couldn't immediately verify the details details on the video. Now, obviously, no one likes to see anyone killed, and the punishment for robbery is not to be killed. That being said, had this man not robbed someone else, he would still be alive today. If you're listening to me right now and you're considering committing a robbery, think about the fact that the person you might be robbing may shoot and kill you. This is a man who had led a life of crime, and I think the karma reservoir for him had just about dried up. I'm not happy about this, but there is something just about this. Hopefully, this will inspire the next person who's considering committing a crime not to do it. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. We've been telling you a lot about the forthcoming city budget cuts. It's certainly going to hit our family because we may have to pay for what would have been free preschool next year. And that's going to be a real bummer. But I don't think there's an area that is getting more of a reaction from the public, from teachers, from students and parents than the decision to scrap a forthcoming class of school safety agents. But what the mayor said the other day really just takes the cake. He was the mayor talking about the school safety agent situation. That we have to make sure that we continue to create an environment um, for our children we have to shift around personnel as much as possible. We have to do a real evaluation on where do we have the high-need schools. And uh, we're going to be leaning into uh, parents and parent groups to do some volunteerism. We're going to lean into our crisis management team. 
We have to pull it all hands on deck moment. So the mayor said that parents may need to volunteer to help keep city schools safe after this slew of newly trained safety agents are being eliminated. This is insane. NYPD cops can barely lay a hand on anybody suspected of wrongdoing on city streets or on the subway without becoming viral video stars or the subjects of civil lawsuits or getting reprimanded by the Civilian Complaint Review Board or, God forbid, even being prosecuted. So now he's actually saying civilian parents are going to be tasked with taking a weapon away from a student or breaking up brawls in school hallways and classrooms? What could go wrong? How about everything? Remember when a cop was suspended for allegedly punching a middle school student who was involved in a beatdown of another girl at a city bus stop? Imagine when parents who don't have any formal training are tasked with doing this. Parents don't have the training necessary to police public schools. And for the mayor to actually suggest this publicly shows that he is way off base. We'll see where this goes. Beam me up. To be continued. The other side of midnight. 77 Local spotlight. We've spent a fair amount of time on this program talking about purported vaccine injuries. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has brought it up. My brother-in-law, Josh, has brought it up. Other people as well. I don't know what to believe. The thing that seems clear to me, though, is that some people who got the COVID vaccine suffered some poor effects about it. Now, it doesn't mean that was not a net good thing. I happen to think it was. But we know some people suffered a vaccine injury due to this. And an FDNY firefighter says he was forced to retire on half his salary after the city mandated vaccine left him with permanent heart damage. O'Brien Pastrana now wants a judge to award him a more lucrative disability pension, which would pay three quarters of his final salary tax-free, according to court papers. Pastrana, who's only 37 years old, got the vaccine in October of 2021 because the city required it, and he had an immediate allergic reaction, including swollen lips, chills, and body aches. Despite three trips to the emergency room, he claims he was forced to get the second Pfizer shot a month later. He spoke to the New York Post and said, I thought I was going to die after that second dose. By February of last year, this man was diagnosed with myocarditis, which results in fatal inflammation of the cardiac muscle and was nearly in heart failure. This heart condition is a rare side effect of the vaccine, according to the CDC. He was then told he could never be a firefighter again and forced to retire in March after over a decade on the job. And he was given a paltry non-line-of-duty pension, which pays less than half of what his $92,000 salary plus overtime would pay. I have to tell you, I don't know what the city was expecting. If you're actually going to mandate that city workers get the shot or lose their job, you know that some of them are going to have these allergies. You know that some of them are going to have the rare side effects. The CDC's own data says that some people get this. And if a doctor can vouch for his claim here, he ought to get this full pension, a full disability pension. 
because to think that he's off the job at this relatively young age, a man who up until he got this shot was otherwise healthy, that's a real shame. And you wonder how many other people, not just in New York, but in other cities, are going to be similarly situated. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, one factor that many people have pointed to, both conservatives and liberals, as to why the Republicans underperformed, especially in states like Virginia and New Jersey, where folks thought they were going to do very well, is the abortion issue. This is particularly true in New Jersey, where I actually thought that the Republicans had a chance under the new maps of taking one or both houses of the state legislature. Well, there was an interesting op-ed for the USA Today network by Jack. Chitarelli, former assemblyman, former Republican candidate for governor, and I believe he's running again for governor in two years. And what he writes is that those of us that have written off what a terrible job the New Jersey Republicans did, we're being a little bit short-sighted. He writes that this was a tale of two election nights. At the municipal level and the county level, he writes that New Jersey Republicans had a very good night, highlighted by some very significant wins, including complete sweeps in Atlantic and Cumberland County, and several key mayor and council seats in Bergen, Camden, Essex, and Middlesex. He does admit, though, that at the legislative level, there's no sugarcoating this. Republicans got slammed. And he says this is due to abortion. And he draws, I think, the very correct conclusion that if New Jersey Republicans want to win elections outside of the deep red areas of the state, the party needs a policy position that values voters on all sides of that abortion issue. Only then will Republicans Republicans attract those who support abortion rights and access to reproductive health services, as Chitterelli says he did in 2021 when he almost got elected governor. So he says he's going to do his very best to lead the way on this issue. I realize that uh, abortion is a very important issue for many people and many voters. That being said, from a political point of view, Chitterelli is right. If the Republicans want to start winning more elections in New Jersey, they have to moderate on social issues, especially abortion. Beam me up. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.